Hello everybody, today we are talking to the extraordinary Rex. He was born in New Jersey and grew up in Buffalo, New York, where he also finished his education and his schooling and lived until he actually moved to Canada. He now actually lives in Canada and when it comes to art, he's very interested in almost all of it and is really intrigued about all kinds of art forms. He's also very active in the Crump community and is himself a really passionate Crump dancer. He is associated with his very own brand and company called NBH and he is an artist in an artist group called SK. He recently got married to his beautiful partner and when we asked how he would identify himself, he said as a smart black man. <laughs> Terence or Rex, welcome to the EO podcast. What's up, what's up? Thank you for having me. Pleasure is anytime. Ours. Yeah. yeah, anytime for sure. We immediately like wanted because we both like love <laughs> to wear the color black. And um, yeah, everybody who knows me knows that this is a thing. So people, if Terence yes. can wear black every day, <laughs> I can. So leave me alone now. Hmm. Right. So you have such an interesting uh, story also because you left your home and uh, mm -hmm. you know growing up in uh, buffalo we just uh, recently spoke to another a person called 1k who also uh, is in buffalo so we were like really happy to hear that so can you tell us a little bit about how it was for you to grow up there and were exposed to um, the culture there and everything like that uh buffalo is not like like buffalo is not like everywhere else It's a little more, it, especially when I was growing up, it's a little more dangerous than a, a lot of more, a lot of places. Um, so it's about like, it's about like five hours, six hours from like New York, New York, like the city. Like, yeah, we're more, mm -hmm. we're more upstate than that. So yeah, it was, it started out dangerous. It's getting better now. It still is pretty, it's still pretty bad though, but you know, better means that sun had to drastically change, but yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it it wasn't all that hard. My my mom held me down most of the time though. So, you know, she she made sure we was good and tried to stay out of what we did stay out of. So, you know, still was bad kids, but we can't do nothing about that no more because I'm grown now. I just could say, dang, I was a bad kid. So you yeah. you have such a positive, <laughs> nice energy. Like this is that's that's just who I am. Uh I'll make them, I may get angry sometimes, but that's not who I am. Anger is just like one of that's those true. things that yeah. happen. That's true. And like, uh, why, how do you feel like, why do you feel like, okay, I've been maybe bad when I was younger or whatever, but do you feel like that your art or discovering art and dance for you was the trigger for you to put energy into that than in getting into trouble or something? Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's facts, 100%. I'll probably still be that bad kid if I didn't learn, if I didn't learn to dance sure that it helped me it helped me meet people to help me guide my ways away from that and then i was able to meet people mm -hmm. and guide them away from it so it was just like a like a like a domino effect so like wow. dance dance is like one of the perfect things to do that so 100%. and you told just now that you know you were so lucky because your mama um gave you a lot of you know uh try to give you as many opportunities, starting with your name itself. Mm -hmm. um, because uh, is there, if I can, may ask you, like, was it more difficult for you because you are a man of color that you say um, you had certain struggles or certain, you know, things that you had to go through what maybe a white person per se doesn't have to? Yeah, it's, 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 that's, that's, that's like, that's like all day mandatory. It's sad, but it does happen like that. So. Sometimes they would if, you know, if you got like a super, super duper black name, like Taekwon or something, they're going to look at the application like, nah, we don't want no Taekwon working here. So it is yeah, so like, yeah, those disadvantages, like, yeah, they they're sad. But like once you like get older, like, cause, you know, when younger, we really don't understand. We just like, well, how are you going to say I fit the position and didn't get it? But Mm. once you get older you understand mm. you're like okay cool so you just move on with your life don't really let that negativity really get you down because you know we can't we can't help other people ignorance we just can't ignore it so don't let it get Absolutely. to us so that's pretty much it and like when did you make the decision to actually leave new york and um, why did that happen in the in the first place 
the first place I went was uh, Arizona. I left Buffalo to go to Arizona first. Um, I finished a lot of stuff out there in Arizona and met some people out there too. Um, I decided to leave uh, Buffalo when I like made enough money so I can leave because the goal was to leave since I was like, since I was like 15, my goal was oh. to like, nah, I'm gonna get up out of okay. here. So. And why? Can I ask that? That's interesting. It's it's the hometown and I love it, but I feel like everyone in Buffalo should leave Buffalo. It's it's the it's 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 the home, but I feel like we got to get out of that mindset that we got to stay where we're born at. And you learn the the world is bigger than just where you live, and um, it may be hard, but in the mm-hmm. states, we 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 have like that privilege to get up and move anywhere we want within the states without you know a problem. You know, all we have to do is change change our ID, mm. and that's just going downtown. Mm. But we have that privilege, so we can live mm. wherever we want in the states. No matter, we just, as long as we got the money, get up, get on a plane, go. Like we have that privilege, and um, once I learned about that privilege that we can live anywhere, I knew that I was going to leave. I didn't know where, but I just knew like it was time for me to like get up out of Buffalo. Like especially for my talents, what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, I was like, I can't do this in Buffalo. Wow. I can't identify so much because I did the same thing. Yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. the same. Right? See, like, we both like black clothing. I left my hometown, Stuttgart, which is a town in Germany. I'm from Germany. And I feel the same. I feel everybody should leave this town. <laughs> it's just how it is. It's really just how it is. And, you know, like, I really felt, <laughs> really, like, and I live in India now for 11 years. And, like, yeah, I can really identify with what, what you said. I feel like also... Yeah, in, in a very young age, you realize that you told that, right? And um, mm-hmm. that is really interesting to realize it's so young that you actually want to kind of challenge yourself to go somewhere else. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that it's just because of the, of, the, of the dance or is it in general that you felt you are not 100% happy at that point? Um, I wouldn't say I wasn't 100% happy because hometown is hometown. Yeah. I'm going to always love mm-hmm. Buffalo. And... Um, uh, I would just say, like, once you, like, learn a territory of a place, like, I learned the territory of Buffalo in and out, I can I can travel anywhere in Buffalo blindfolded. I know where's it at. I learned it. And you, you, you pay attention to, like, the talent scouts and the other dancers in the area that you see that extremely talented. Like, you should be somewhere further than just, you know, just Buffalo. Mm-hmm. But you're not there because, like, the support system, like, and the mindset, like the mindset is a real big thing with Buffalo. A lot of people like, nah, I'm not going to never lead a hood mm. and stuff. And we, you know, and us as like artists and talented people, once we get out of that mindset is that we have to stay here because this is all we know. Mm-hmm. That's how our dance evolves. Mm. So once I figured that out, I was like, yeah, it can't evolve here. Once you learn the territory is just learning territory. So like California that's an amazing territory to learn dance and get famous because their territory is built for it. Mm. Wow. And you, you, you've been there, you went there. Yes. Like all over 35 times. <laughs> there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and, and that is because you wanted to kind of strengthen this, uh, um, the, the connection between getting your work out there in the world and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of getting exposure. Is this the reason? Yes. Mm-hmm. And how, how, how is so, it? Tell us. <laughs> how is it? Um, uh, I haven't had a regular job in almost nine That's years. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. So amen, amen <laughs> to that. Like, really? Amen to this. It's the life <laughs> to live, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it literally is. And it, it's, it's hard to get, but it's possible. Yeah. But but that first step is learning what territory do you put your dance mm. in. So how did so you manage that? It can grow. How did you manage that? Because creative uh, fields usually don't, are not, the income that you get from it, it doesn't suffice you well, no? It doesn't, a lot of people, I mean, at least in India, it's like mm. that. What you earn sometimes in dancing or as a musician as well, some days are really good and some days they don't. Uh, pay you so well how do you manage that area where because now you live in a different city right uh yeah a different yeah, country yeah. yeah um 
uh, see, like I've took, I've took a lot of business classes in my days, so I learned how to market myself very well. Um, like a savings account helps the most because once you get that big, then when you have bad days, you can like overcome it by like using your saving account, especially like because I have my own business as in like I branded myself mm-hmm. to be I'm the business and stuff like so like money like circles. So when I make money and I spend money and I circle it. and then it, it's, it teach you stuff like to write things off. Like anytime I eat on business, I can write it off and I'll get the money back at the end of the year. So it's like stuff like that that keeps you coming. So basically I'm eating for free. So if I write mm. it off, no matter what. Interesting. So makes sense. It's it's the stuff that they keep you there. So um, it's like when I I tell, always tell dancers like if you want to like jump your career mm-hmm. like save up ten thousand dollars and then go ahead get the head start on your career because um uh, ten thousand dollars is a lot of money which people really don't realize like that can like it's a lot For of sure. money. so that money can actually help you and get you kick started and. If you have your small fails at the beginning, that money will help you like fall back as well. Mm. So it's just a marketing and a business thing that you actually have to learn. If you don't want to take the business class, like find someone who has or someone who's really good mm. with this stuff. So such an innovative thought. I've you're really putting a lot of perspective. Like I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. smart. That's smart thinking. This is yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, yeah. um, I identify myself as a smart black man. <laughs> I try to be smart. Great. Yeah, it, it yeah. does make a lot of sense. Yeah, But it's really, I admire it, that you're like such an entrepreneur because we are mm. thriving to do the same thing, me and Sarjania. So. Oh, yeah. And I know. Yeah, it's, I speak to a lot of people daily about it. And, um, and it's hard because it really is hard because you're going to be like, dang, why, why won't this just happen already for me? Like, especially because, you know, I'm about to be 30 too. So, like... Damn, it's like, welcome. Hurry up. We welcome you into the circle. <laughs> 30, my friend. I, you know, my birthday was on Sunday. I just turned, now it comes. Yes. 31. Uh-huh. Man. <laughs> I, I wish I could say 21, but mm. can I say yeah, I welcome we you all in miss the circle. Those times. I welcome you in the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Make some space, move over. Yeah, no, but you're right. I yeah. feel like also with, I don't think that when you are old or young, you make particular decisions. I think it's in the moment you decide, I want to be more mature, I want to grow, and it has nothing mm-hmm. to do with age. But when exactly. you get to this level of maturity, you actually own up to the fact that you age with grace and you don't have a problem of mm-hmm. saying, yeah, I am 30 now or I'm going to be 30 because you outgrown that fear of a, hey, yo, like whatever, like you, you're okay and comfortable. You say, I earned that privilege to be older. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Is that for you the same thing when it comes to, you know, establishing yourself as an artist? Yes. Can you talk about your partner in the in this big picture? Your your wife. Oh, my wife. Oh, <laughs> she like my wife. She played probably the biggest part of my life, which I unexpected. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really unexpect someone to come in your life and change it, but we all strive for that. We want mm-hmm. that, like especially you know us finding our Amen. career, working with our career, and then we're like um. Yeah, I kind of want like a girlfriend, you know, boyfriend, whatever and stuff like that. I kind of want that. But you busy with your career. Um, Like she has like helped me like so much and especially mentally, like especially because I used to like I spoke about anger early. I used to be a really angry guy and Mm -hmm. stuff. But it was just all the stuff I went through in life, all the things I lost and all this other stuff. So you know, she came as like a safe place. And as, as like we talk, I, I met her 10 years ago. The first thing I've asked her 10 years ago, when we first met, we met at a dance event. I had a battle and she was just there from Canada. The first thing I asked her because I thought she was really cute. I asked her, would she marry me 10 years ago? And she said, no, because we just met. And she was like, um, complications because I live in Canada and you live in the United States and stuff like that. She said, no. Like, and then like time passed and like, you know, she dated other people. I dated other other people. And then at another event, I was booked to come to Montreal, which is a part of Canada. It's like six hours from Toronto. 
I was out there for an event called the Gutter Zone. And uh, I was like inboxing her to come. I'm like, hey, you should come out here and see me and stuff like that. And plus she had a cat already and we both cat people. So I used to always like reply to her stories about her cat and talk to her cat and stuff like that. So it took a, it took a few messages, but I got her to come out there to like, you know, just to hang out. Like I wasn't even like on that time, but she knew I, I liked her like forever. Mm like forever I have, but it just was never our time. And then after that trip, it was, still, that was my cat right there. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, she heard me talking about her, so she had to jump in front of the screen. So, and then from there, it was, it was just that. We just started talking and then um, she always said it was always how I approached her because, you know, I was the regular guy, you know, regular man stuff so you know trying to come at her all masculine like come here girl and all this other stuff mm -hmm. you know and that stuff mm -hmm. didn't work for her so you know i just changed her approach we chilled and then it was a good time she went back home i went back home and then we just continued from there and then like probably like uh probably like four five six maybe eight months in dating mm -hmm. um i proposed to her we was um engaged for like one day and then we got married like the next day oh my god oh my god this is so amazing and this is one of the posts yeah. i've I seen it. on um instagram the first post i don't know why i clicked on that picture and they're um just talking about this like how that was for the first question that you asked whatever story you just said it's it's on her instagram mm -hmm. post as well no i did see that the other yeah, yeah. while well, i was doing mm -hmm. my research research and getting to know you via the instagram that is the research yeah so in that i mm -hmm. saw i was like i looked at it and I said, how is that possible man how but wow this is breathtaking actually so yeah nice. yeah mm. yeah it's um it's something i didn't expect to happen to me too because it's like you know, like oh i mean i love that i really love how you also like how positive it is to have unexpected people coming <clears throat> into your life and mm -hmm. in general like I feel like everybody always wants to be so guarded and so protective over their mm -hmm. ambitions and dreams, but they don't understand they can grow together in ambition and dreams, maybe even better than doing it exactly. alone. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100% agree with you. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. Like, I really love that. And I feel it's also very important. Unfortunately, we have to say it that a man can say that because. I don't know, we live in a world of stereotypes and we live in a world of racism and we do live in a world of, you know, a lot of expectations from women or men. Just like you said, your wife is not this kind of person who would go for a certain approach like the macho guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's important that men also can speak about, you know, saying, hey, I didn't plan certain things, but like it was the best thing that happened and it's okay yes. to be vulnerable about it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh... I really like that. Yeah, because the men, far as like us, like once we get comfortable with vulnerability, because we're not comfortable mm. with it. No men is where none of us are comfortable, no matter what they say to you. Mm. Don't, we're not comfortable with it. I'm still not comfortable mm. with it. It's something, it's something that happens. It's something a person brings out of you, for real, for real. Um, because my wife brought out that side of me, for real. I'm still not comfortable with it, <laughs> but I'm getting there. It's something we have to learn as men that it's okay because, you know, this is it's like it fell on a, it falls on the same category that like you know men not supposed to cry and stuff like that you know we get hurt we're supposed to rub some dirt in it we don't we're not allowed to have those luxuries because some we're men but yeah mm. yeah that's what they'd be like rub some dirt in it like so what you got shot rub mm. some dirt in it. it's mm. like okay what about the hospital but yeah it's whatever <laughs> you know <Absolutely>. so <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's what it is, though. But like, yeah, uh, like men, we just have to get out of that mindset. And that's why I say and I tell every guy, especially be like, oh, I don't want no girl and stuff like that. Like, like we need each other no matter what. Like you need a, you need someone to help you so you can know it's OK. You need that person. I'm so glad we're having this conversation. A me too i'm already like it's really nice yeah. no see as a matter yeah. of fact to know something new is one thing and to know that these kind of people exist so this is already brilliant that you know yeah this is not a this yeah, is not a fictional cousin. character that we're making up in our minds you know it's not like this person actually <laughs> he is real he is he's real. taken he's taken as well he's 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ladies, <laughs> ladies. I'm sorry. Sorry. Be happy. Come be come happy for both of them and wish that you also find someone like that. But yeah. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Know what you deserve. Absolutely. I guess. Know what yeah. you deserve. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Yeah. That's really important. <laughs> uh, no. Um. Yeah. No. But like, I really like it. And and then uh, when you went to. Toronto, did you know anybody there? Where did you crash in the beginning? Did you get a um, studio apartment? What happened? <laughs> you know? Um, actually, like she owns her own apartment here. So mm. I, I just stay here. I came here. I came here one weekend and I never left. <laughs> This actually happens. Yes, that's wow. the short story. I came here. Never you know, this is like one of those one. <laughs> have you seen on Instagram as well? There is two line stories that people write. To summarize everything like their life, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I, literally I, how it happened. I came, I saw, I yeah. conquered. Yeah. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then, all right, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, talking about your cats, how many cats do you have? <laughs> Just curious. We have two. Two. We oh, have so. two. We have two cats. She had she had a cat already uh, named Bagheera, and then we got another kitten uh, together. And uh, we named it Nike. Um, Way. They're both. We wanted a. We wanted a male cat. They're both girls. We wanted a male cat, and we wanted a different color cat, but it didn't work out that way <laughs> because cats are expensive. So my wife, she found like someone giving away a little kitten for free. Mm-hmm. So we got a free black cat. So they both black cats, and um, they they still hate each other to this day. <laughs> It will grow. It will grow. The love. Yeah. They, no, they got better. They got way better from last time, but they still be tussling around the house because they want to be the dominant black cat. Oh, okay. I can see that. <laughs> And did you hear what the name was of the cat, Sultan? <laughs> Indian name. Um, Bagheera. You said, what did you say? Uh, Bagheera. Yeah, yeah. Bagheera is the, from Jungle Book, Sultan. Oh. Yes, that's exactly what she named it. Yeah, but yeah. It, he said it in an yeah, American I, accent. That's why yeah, he did yeah. it. Yeah. I was like, oh, probably there's something that I might have not known. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, definitely from the uh, cat from oh, Jungle Book. How cute yeah. is that? So, so Indian seed. There's an Indian, Indian bro. Yeah, in, in yep. Canada. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is the Man. affinity of black? Like, why do you love black so much? Um, Where do you begin? I feel like black is like, for me, black is like a powerful color. Uh, one thing for sure that like, you know, like when you being lazy, like literally black goes with everything. You can mix black with everything. Mm. You could put black with a bowl of cereal in a match and it still look good. So right. Like it goes with everything. I feel like it's a powerful color. Um, um, it's not, it's, it's not a bright color, but I feel like it's the color with the most character out of all the colors because it's it's just there mm. like it it's there like you see it like it's regular it doesn't cost too much attention to you but people know you have on black especially when you're when you're when you're one of those like addicted to the color black people mm. like mm. oh I'll, i'm buying this because it's black um although having so much black clothing it is hard to find black clothing like where's that black sweatsuit and then you look at through all the exactly. black and you have to look and see which That's the hard part of it. <laughs> That's swear, the only downfall of having so much black is that like, dang, I have so much black. So I can't find the black clothing that I want to wear in my head because I have yeah. to go through the pile. But I just, I really feel like it's a, um, it's a, it's, it's a power color. I feel like I, I have, I feel stronger and like just more connected mm. with mm. comfortability with the color on because Absolutely. I always tell people like what you wear helps with your energy and your like yo like what you give off to people mm. and you know i feel like black give you that 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 question still like this i can't figure this person out you know like other than if someone wears yellow all the time i'm like that happy ass person <laughs> all the time why are you happy all the time how you know so how are you happy all the time <laughs> Yellow is a happy color. I know. I you know. ain't never just looked at something yellow you have. I know. <laughs> and just be like, I'm not wearing that today. <laughs> and, uh, that's not it today. Like, I got work at six in the morning. You think I'm going to wear this yellow? No. 
Black is acceptable for all times of the day. Some colors just don't work sometimes of the day. And every occasion. And I really hope now that all my friends listening to this all over the world understand a little bit <laughs> about my obsession with black. Because I have a huge reputation about this, this, this wearing black all the time. Yeah. I have like, people are talking about the fact that I'm always in black. I swear. But I swear he just, he, listen to him. Gary told it. Just listen to him. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to give, I, like somebody will message me, yo, why are you always wearing black? I will send him the screenshot of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't even answer. Should I, should yeah, I just so, go yeah. change so my, into a black t-shirt? Like you guys are making me do this. Like I really want to go wear my black. No. Also what you said, no? uh, it's a color, but it's also a lack of color which allows you to paint your own picture, mm -hmm. you know, the way you said that. Mm -hmm. You can do what you want to do with yep. it. So right on that, yeah. Mm -hmm. With the pile of clothes, yeah. I've experienced that with Devi. One day she asked me to get one of her mm -hmm. pullover or something, I don't remember. Cardigan, I think. So she said, please get this, uh, get the black one. And there were this <laughs> <laughs> a pile of pullovers in black. So they're like, which one? Hey, the one which is slightly, you know, I said, where? what is this slightly black? There's nothing like that. But she has, and I swear, like I have twenty. I have like a cupboard. I show you later. I have twenty, twenty like cardigans, all black. And she's like, which one? Yeah, okay, like, so I like, uh, I mean, I know we are really connecting over <laughs> the color black. But I be, be, before we are going, like, I'm gonna send you a black sweater from India. Um, <laughs> and what I really wanted to know, actually is when you went to when you came to toronto and um you know you already found your partner in life uh, how did the journey start to explore the local community of crump and in general why don't we start where you tell us how you actually got to introduce to crump where did you saw it the first time when did you experience the first time Maybe. okay um when i first saw crump uh i believe it was my my little brother his name is khan um, Tifi, he's like my blood little brother. Um, he was like the first crumper in our family. Uh, I was like, like popping and like break dancing. And he, he taught me like my first jab, like he seen rise. I seen rise probably like later on and stuff, but he was, he was the crumper. And like, he taught me my first jab and he put me onto crump. So once I figured out, cause what crump has a lot of other dances does don't have. Um, like when this is literally how I, what made Crump it for me, like it was the energy and the hype. Usually when break dancers are dancing, a power move usually get people to be like, oh, and stuff like that. But for Crump, it's like, as soon as I got in that circle, I didn't even express anything or do nothing and everyone that were was excited and already hyping mm. the hype part of crump is what got me into the dance that that experience of people just like yelling at you before you even like did anything everyone like let's go yeah yeah that right. like feeling that first experience with it like that went in and then i figured i figured like you know what i'm gonna stop all those other dances i do and this is my dance because it gave me a feeling that no other dance could have gave me. Wow. So that's when I started. It's the energy. Crumping. It's the energy, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. But you're actually right now that it's you really... point that out. I, I, that is true because one of the time I was at this uh, battle with Devi. And you're right. Mm -hmm. With Crump. Yeah. They're hyping right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. They're true. They're in a huddle and... Because you're already yeah. so, you are in the circle, you're in a safe space and you know it is an artistic process. And you mm -hmm. are so excited. I mean, I'm, I don't even crump or like maybe only if people don't watch, but like, um, <laughs> like for myself, but like um, when I, I'm so obsessed with crump and I love it so much because it is an, a language which is invisible and it's so close to your heart and it's so intimate and it's mm -hmm. so real and it's so different mm. because everybody perceives it differently. You know, you can't, whether you understand it or you don't, there's nothing in between like a gray area with crump, whether it grabs you so hard and you're so in it or you will be like appreciative, but you will never have that, you know, mm. that deep, deep connection and appreciation. And like, I think this is the energy is insane. 
Mm-hmm. Energy is just insane. And like, and after you continued, then how was it for for like, you know, getting better learning workshops? Yeah, um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, when I started, when I started Crunk, there was no such thing as workshops. So there was there there was literally no way to like figure out how to do this dance like correctly or to my liking that I want. So we literally watching like Crump King DVDs, YouTubes, whatever we can, we'll watch our favorite dancers. Like uh, I've took so many of like tight eyes moves and like Miho moves and uh, little C moves and foolish moves. All these people that was like, these DVDs will take their move completely off the screen and do it and get the same hype and reaction for it. And that's how we was learning. Like we was learning to do their move like different ways. Cause that's how we had to learn. We had to learn from ourselves, like watching each other going to sessions. Like that was the original way of learning before, like before we've been blessed with this era where we can like, you know, pay our favorite dancer to teach us one-on-one or mm. go to a workshop or find a workshop and stuff like that. Like nowadays Crump is like so much better than back then because of that factor, because it's easier to get super talented because you don't have to go through a long phase of like, oh, I'm horrible. We had to go through that though, when it wasn't a, we had to go through the long, horrible phase to get talented. So yeah, that process was like amazing though. One trade that process for the world though. Exactly, I just <laughs> wanted to say that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think it's worth a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. what you have is yourself so now, no? The style that you've created, it's yours. Yes, like, so- correct. Yeah. yeah, correct, yes. It is. it is. It is like because I went through that. Mm. I went through that. That the journey that of, your, of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now, like, uh, and plus, me going through all that, I'm a dancer that respects this era way more because I was able to see where it came from. Mm. So you can actually give a lot of valuable insights to the upcoming crumpers and really mm-hmm. nice. So do you take workshops as well? You can't. Right now, do yes. you do online workshops all the time? Yes, all the time, all the time. If I see a workshop that's available to me, mm-hmm. uh, thebeastcamp.com, uh, I can, anytime I see Beast release a new class, I'll try to get it. Or if he has sent it to me, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, um, um, I, it don't matter. It don't really matter who it is, um, for real. If I feel like everyone has something to teach, I do. Um, there is a, val- a validation in, like, steps to mm. teaching that you will. I'm not gonna learn from mm. someone who just started Crump like yesterday. Mm. I'm not gonna, cause I'm gonna be like, mm, okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm, gonna be a, I'm gonna be a student for like the rest of my life of dance because I feel like um, there's always room to grow. And I'm, I will always take workshops because of the fact that I, I, I know for a fact that they wasn't around. So mm. brushing up on my talent and learning different ways to approach and attack this dance because Crump is, is limitless. Like there's all types of ways you can mm. add to it, take away from it. I take other dances workshops. Like I'll take like a, um, like a tutting workshop or something then I'll bring it back to my dance. Like it's other dances and you could just mix them within there. So like, I feel like workshops are like one of the most like amazing things to happen to dance in general, not just crump dancing, mm. dance in general. I feel like workshops are one of the most amazing things to happen to mm. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. There's one, one very, I feel metaphorical thing in what you said that you said, you're always gonna be a student when it comes to your dance. Maybe we can put this on life. We're always going to learn. We're always going to evolve. We're always going to fall down and have to rise again. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when it comes to a lot of people I know personally, and it's not only about crump, like I said, it's a very metaphorical thing in life. I think what is the issue is that if you're very passionate about something, you can come easily to this point that you always are thinking you're not good enough, that you always mm-hmm. think, oh my God, I cannot pat myself on the shoulder and say good work or mm-hmm. I cannot pat myself on the on the shoulder and say you did well um, because you're always in the hustle thinking I'm not good enough I'm not good enough did you experience this or uh, do you have a insight or tip how people do, don't really have to be so even though they're always learning they don't have to mm-hmm. devalue what they already learned mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah so yeah, the devaluing, that's that's real. Um, 
me personally, I don't think I've had that moment um, in my career where I felt like that because like even when I knew I was horrible at the dance, like the dance just gave me a space where I felt like I was good. So um, like dealing with that, cause it does happen. It does happen to most dancers. Like, um, it's like, okay, like I'm not feeling that good today. I'm not, I don't think I'm that good and stuff. And put, especially when like you see like people not paying attention to your talent and you're like, I'm putting my all into this. And then, you know, I don't, you're like, you know what? I don't deserve this a good job today. I didn't do good. Mm -hmm. So that's all in, that's all in like the person, like self-awareness um, is important. And one thing's for sure, what people don't realize, like for ourselves, we're like biased to ourselves. We're harder on ourselves than anyone. So it's like, you know, we always have that moment, like, why you do that? Why'd you do that? Why you do that? Why do that? We always have that moment. So to get out of that, honestly, it's, it's the pacing of your life. You, you want to pace yourself with yourself because uh, you have to realize like, you know, sometimes you all you have but you want to put yourself in a position to yourself not being all you have because when you're not feeling well and you're like i'm not doing good and stuff like that the speaking uh out about that instead of keeping it in if you're just sitting there thinking it like this it's going to just keep making it worse expressing yourself even if you have to write it down or if you have a best friend you have someone you're going through this journey mm -hmm. with or you know, a family member, someone like that, you have to be able to express yourself. Letting it out will feel so much better than you just sitting there all day like this. Then you got to go to work thinking the same thing and listening. It's, it's just trapped here. Um, our mind right. is a cage. If, we're, if we do not let it out and express it, that's why a lot of people, you know, a lot of people use Facebook for it, you know? Like, you know what, I'm not feeling... Like, you know, I'm not the best dancer in the world right now and stuff. And then you check the comments and you see there's always going to be someone who appreciates your dance and appreciates you. And you're going to see those comments and you're going to start to think like, you know what? That is great. That is wow. And then they remind you of stuff that like, oh, yeah, I did just win a tournament two weeks ago. Mm. Like, like you just won a tournament two weeks ago. Calm down. But you forgot about that because something else happened. Mm. Like, mm. And your mind is not going to let you travel to the good when you're thinking about the bad, because it's just going to keep thinking about the bad. Mm. That is so, so true. Mm. The expression, finding, finding people, no, no one person can do it alone. Okay. Well said. We're not, we're, we were not meant to be okay. alone. People, humans, Amen. the way our mind work, we were not meant to be well alone. Said. Even if you're dating them, friends, family, fam, crewmates, all of them, like those those people were put in our life purposely, not accidentally. Everyone was put in our life purposely. And to express ourselves to other people, other humans, animals too, I sit there and have full conversations with my cat. I'd be sitting there like, your mom said she was going to be home at 1030. It's 1032. Where is she? You know, like I have those conversations with my cat if I start to feel a little different. Mm. Because wow, it's emotional support. The key to that is emotional support. You're going to need emotional support because our feelings, all our feelings are valid. And if we're having, if we have our feelings within ourselves, we're always going to go to the negative, no matter what. And we need that person to like lean on, give us a hug to tell us our validation. Sometimes just to let us know our accomplishments, like look at what you accomplished before you had this down moment. We need that person in our life. That's why no body can do it on their own. So, like I always tell people don't be that dancer to be like i'm doing it on my own no one helped me all this other stuff like we all have help, help no matter what no if and buts about it it's it's humanity we need that part exactly this is why we started the podcast yeah. we love you yeah Man. <laughs> this is so nice so nice yeah my heart i had goosebumps i had goosebumps the moment yeah you me said, too like oh my uh because when he said i mean you got to have you you can't live just by yourself that was the most powerful thing you're so right yeah you can't we're we're not designed to live no human being was designed to live by themselves yeah. at all and they don't That's have why. to mm, no right. and we don't have to no matter what 
even if someone even if someone feeling like feeling down and then they go on your podcast they have youtube to express themselves to and y'all listen and y'all give back it's a trade it's always going to be a trade when speaking with people and that's why it's there like it's important i tell i tell this to i tell this to like my little homies all the time um because i'm a mentor too i mentor my little homies as well so I try to get this out as much as possible so people can realize, like, you don't have to. You don't have to feel alone and you don't have to be alone. There's people around you. You don't have to be like, oh, when I feel bad, I just shut down and get away from everybody. That's what's going to keep you down. So. Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy right now, man. That look like, at that. Oh, my God. <sighs> It is so amazing. You're such an uplifting character. Yeah. And so much I sense, so uh, much sense, I've... so much sense. And also, it's not—he's yeah. not putting a positive spin on alone on everything. He's also saying that negative is part of it. That's like I really like this. You know, it's not about just think mm -hmm. everything is awesome, everything is all colors, and no, it's not like that. It's really nice how real, real mm -hmm. you're talking about this. Wow, mm -hmm. I'm so happy. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, <I'm so> <laughs> I, I had a question oh and God. I forgot. Oh, I have to recall now. We don't really actually know each other, but I feel like it is so valuable that right now two people here that you also didn't meet feel so happy. And this is the thing we can spread happiness, awareness, knowledge um, in these days when we have the Internet that you have, you know, things like like podcasts and everything like that. Mm -hmm. That somebody who feels alone just listens to you and realizes I'm not alone yes. in this. Exactly. Yes. Mm hmm. And I really like this. Because you'd be surprised. Please go ahead. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, uh, you'd be surprised how many people who actually think like you in the world. Mm. So it helps. That's, true. That's so true. Yeah. We always think like, oh, it's people who don't are on the track like we are. But then we realize there are so many people who do. And it mm -hmm. feels so good to come together and mm. realize that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Man, um, I didn't look at the time, I, uh, but uh, I think we should move into the random four. What do you yes, think? Yes, I do think so as well. It's been, uh, but I have a question. Yeah. I, my question came back to my mind, and sure. that is, sure. what mm -hmm. do you do? Um, you're a crumper. It's a hard form of dance. And how do you keep yourself physically fit? And any anything that you'd like to share? Any sort, any routine that you do? Um. Uh. My diet is not the greatest right now. I am a greedy, greedy man. <laughs> so honestly, it it's um I have I usually have like a morning routine. I actually lab for like three hours. That gets a lot of my sweat mm -hmm. going. Gets gets my body pumped and stuff. So it's it's the labbing for me. So like how I stay fit within dance, I actually just train myself until it becomes muscle memory. Muscle memory is important within dance. Um, because you don't ever know when you're gonna dance and when you need to dance. So um, I I train a lot. Um, so the training process is pretty much like how like I keep like physically like fit. Mm. So when I'm burning off all the cheeseburgers and stuff, I'm eating. <laughs> it's good to know that. Uh, see, even if you eat a little crappy sometimes, it's still possible to be so fit. Yes. Know? And damn, you have to be fit for mm, crumb. Yeah, like, exactly. It's unbelievable. Oh, that is what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, you really yeah. do. Because it looks like a mm -hmm. really energetic. Yeah, just try it out once with yeah. Rex. I think I, I'd just fall on the floor and I'd be crawling the next day. I would stop walking or something. <laughs> I am like, oh, okay. <laughs> I can't walk. I've had a moment like that. I had a moment like uh, that. Yeah, really. Uh, if, where I was just laying on the floor. If you had that, I think I believe I'd I'd be buried. I wouldn't even be able to crawl. Oh God, oh. Mm -hmm. man, it's it's how it's really like. Mm. 
mental uh, like mind and body connection is the most important when it comes to crump otherwise you mm -hmm. cannot do it i yes, think that is correct yeah for sure mm -hmm. okay so uh, terence we uh, do something called the random four with our guests where we are asking you four completely random questions about life okay and are very intrigued about what you say okay yeah ready okay mm -hmm. so i will start with the first two and then sarjana will end it up um my first question is if you could implement a law or a rule or a practice for the entire world to practice every day every single day what would that be and why for the world to do uh you can think hmm. yes it's random yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> Especially because I like I hate governments and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> um, it would probably be um, if I can if I can probably implement the like usage of how like probably the use of of how much we need money for everything in life. <laughs> that'll probably be it. Maybe if I can maybe if I can get like the tone down of money. Because you we can't live without money. Money money isn't important, but it's necessary. Like it's it's so you can live comfortably. So if I can probably turn down the the care for it, like oh, like you know, only thing that costs like food pretty much is free, and everything else costs money after after that. So. Mm. That I would probably get that. That's what I'll probably do. Maybe if money didn't mean so much to everybody. So turn the value down of it pretty much. So people can like live their lives and not like struggle so much over it. Absolutely. And it's so much deeper what you say, because so many people give up their yeah. dream because they have to make money. This is what you also said, right? Like you mm -hmm. are basically not having a proper desk job and living, you're living the dream, right? And mm -hmm. like some people can't do that, even though they're so talented and whatever they love to do, but they can't do mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And it's, it's due to the fact because how much money mean to this world. So if we can, if I could put that there and just put like, oh, like, oh no, like money doesn't really mean that much. You know, it gets you a car there, a house Absolutely. there, that, but that's about it. Everything else. It. Yes. I could, I could do that. That's that. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> what a great answer. Thank you for sharing this. Um, the second, the second question is we all went to, or still are going to a pandemic and we had lockdowns and we had nonsense or whatever, but I wanted to know, can you tell maybe one of the most uplifting and most amazing realizations or, um, you know, lessons that you learned uh, during the periods of lockdown and, and COVID. Something very positive you learned, something amazing you understood about um, yourself. One thing for sure I learned about the lockdown is that uh, we, like, as the human race, we realize, like, how much stuff we do to alter, like, the, the regular life span. Mm. Like, I was in lockdown with my wife from beginning to end. Like we watch movies, we spend time, we spend time with each other, we went to sleep, we ate food. Like just that's that's my standard regular life with my wife. Mm -hmm. And I realized like how because I know a lot of people and like relationships, all types of stuff that didn't make it through the pandemic because they realized that, you know, going out to the club, going out to going outside, going places, going to friends' houses and stuff like that, how much that stuff, like, like helped them not interact with their everyday life. Mm. And um, I felt like the pandemic has, like, really, like, taught us that, like, you know, we have to learn to be okay with our reality, which is the everyday before, before the outside, before the club, before the anything that like keeps you like your life altered from your home process because um 
spending time like with like people like humans mm -hmm. is like important and a lot of us lost our ways because we've had like outside activities we can't go do or spend like time away from what what we have at home and stuff so one thing i learned for sure is that is that like like time with with your with your standard life because we have our standard life and then what adds on after is like important you have to make sure you're okay with it because that's where you learn you you really learn if you're okay with being that person you are every day and that lockdown helped a lot of people understand that because you're like damn i'm in the house again i can't do anything tomorrow i'm in the house again so with all that stuff taken away that's what we had to figure out like us as being humans we had to figure out what to do how do we stay active how do we stay like how do we stay unbored with ourselves with unbored with the person we went how do we so that put that put like a step on our life like a lot of people wasn't ready for so they didn't like you know Mm -hmm. So uh, that's one thing for sure that I felt like it like like was needed through the pandemic. Like people had to really like make sure they were okay without all the extra stuff to distract them. Exactly. I wanted to just say that word distraction. Mm -hmm. So many people are distracted 24-7 and the moment they pause and they're alone, they, they are devastated. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And mm -hmm. also other reaction. I, I'm a very social person. I live alone though, and I was all alone. Like my parents are in Germany, <laughs> and but I didn't feel even one second alone. And um, only physical. Like after a while, you feel like you want to physically meet your friend. You want to yes. physically, yeah. You want to hug somebody, mm -hmm. cuddle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, I realized so much, like you said about myself as well, and how, and it's so much nicer than to meet somebody who is valuable in your life because you understood. You have that self-love within you mm -hmm. and you have that point of home within you first and not yes. seeking it somewhere else all the mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. I agree completely. And it's interesting because somebody asked me the same question and I answered actually like you did. As someone yeah. in my friendship circle, when we talked about it, um, I had the exact same answer. So I'm learning definitely that me and Terrence have a lot in common. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In this podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. It's nice. Yeah. The stage is yours, Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. And silence hey. came over no, the land. I, it was petting the cat. I thought. Yes, <laughs> I was. It was like maybe. She was giving me. She was giving me. <laughs> yeah, she was giving me that yeah. look. So I had to give her a pet. So give me attention. Home. Yeah, all right. Um. <laughs> so cute. We had some cat for the listeners. We have we have a cat here on the podcast as well, and we needed to give some love. <laughs> just <to> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, is there any grounding practice that you have in a day? A practice that keeps you grounded, and for sure, you do it every day. Um. This may sound weird, but yeah, playing the game. Mm. Makes <laughs> sense. Uh, I would I play the game because, you know, it helps me like helps me like with my my attention span keeps me like ready. So yeah, I play the game to stay grounded. Which game? Uh, I play a bunch of games. I like video games. Um, I have a lot of games, so like a, a lot of systems and stuff. So like Call of Duty, anything adventurous. Um, nice. It's it, calm, it, calm, it calms the nerve. It calms Call the of nerves, Duty calms you know? your nerves. Interesting. <laughs> it's, a <Yeah>. shoot. <laughs> it's a shooter game. I don't right? know yes. what that. Yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah, yeah but I, I think, know what I mean. I think you're so in it. You're like so, it's like, I feel like they're zoned out when you when you do something yeah. in like kind of a meditative yeah. state like you mm -hmm. are so so tuned in when you do certain things uh, yes wow That's quite an correct. interesting answer actually not meditation or <laughs> yeah, interesting. Exactly. he's an interesting I, man this is for I sure so many yeah. actually i didn't i didn't even think that like this answer didn't even come to my wow there's random answer as well awesome and the other question that <laughs> <laughs> the question the other question i have for you 
is you you've had i'm sure a, an interesting life in the sense you have seen a lot of ups and downs and many uh, moments in your life where you felt not the same what i mean is it's not a consistent life mm-hmm. probably if, like all of us but um mm-hmm. with all of that given what would you like to learn more or unlearn is there anything like that um uh yeah there's a uh, um there's a couple of things i would like to learn um um uh far as like uh as being a businessman uh i do want to learn more of the business side so i do take like a a study and interest that uh and just like learning in general um like i don't miss school i don't think any of us miss school it was annoying no. but um i do take time to educate myself like like almost every day even if i'm scrolling on instagram on facebook and i see something like mm. 10 facts you didn't know about the bermuda triangle i'd be like and i watch it oh, wow. and then i'll educate myself about it so and that's about almost anything about math literature all types of stuff uh so i try to learn something new probably like every day if i see something on tv or in a movie i'll be like oh no that's not true or something i try to educate myself da- daily cuz i educate myself so i can think for mm. myself like like far as like you know like the vaccine like i had got the vaccine and it's because i educated myself about the vaccine before i got it i didn't let the media and like people tell me like i'm going to turn into a zombie in 2 days and all this other stuff that was out about the vaccine and stuff instead of like listening to that because you know that's what like the standard human being does like as soon as they see something like oh he turned into a zombie they like nope not me <laughs> so uh the learning for me is like something super important that's why i always st- i still take workshops and i always try to find my way to find a way to learn something new about crump um so for that for that answer is like just whatever whatever comes in front of me or to my attention i'm willing to learn it oh wow oh my god wow <laughs> and this is also something very strong ne? that somebody is saying i'm willing to learn even something unexpected or something i didn't didn't plan mm. or something mm-hmm. something unfamiliar because i feel many people also have pride in saying i don't know so much yet and i want to learn i want to learn i want to mm-hmm. get to know and this is again i feel yeah that's that's a very uh, strong character mm. I feel. Yeah. Out of a bit of a curiosity, is there anything that you'd like to unlearn? Anything I'd like to unlearn? Um uh <laughs> anything I can unlearn. Mm. Um <laughs> I'm going to probably say no. I feel like even if it was bad information or like changed my life dramatically or anything, I feel like every piece of information is valid and important as long as it has facts behind it mm. mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> <laughs> we have no the no. cat go play on the podcast we're going to show this in a video clip we have to cute <laughs> i mean yeah she we have to yeah. show this Yeah, she anytime I'm on a video call like this, she got to make an appearance <laughs> to make her know like he got a cat. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. am here. So, yeah. So yeah, like every piece of information, I feel like uh um it 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 character builds. It helps you be who you are, no matter if it was like bad information, good information, something you learned to like even if you something you learned to hurt someone mm-hmm. you've learned to hurt someone that way but now you know not to express that same hurt mm. to another person instead of like oh i unlearned it and then you end up doing it again because you like oh i forgot so maybe just uh, being more mindful right yes yes that's pretty much the sum up mm. of it yeah being more mindful of it is really important everything so, you've learned yeah. you've learned it for a reason is this what you believe in Right. Yes, every yes, every yeah, everything you learn was for a reason. 
if you're not going to use it right now, probably later on down the line, you're like, oh, okay, this is what this, this moment right here is what it's for. So you can be prepared, be more mindful of each situation. So. Wow. That's so amazing. I feel, I, I also, do you, Sargenia, do you also feel like that he has still so much like, like, uh, curiosity, like when you were very young, you, you still have that energy. I yeah. Feel. Yeah. Yes. You have a you have this, you know, kind of a very innocent, playful, excited, intriguing. Mm -hmm. I want to see what the world has to offer. I'm going to dig a hole and see if there's a worm inside. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it is something yeah that... pretty much. Yeah, that's how it ends. It's one of those traits that you see people playing video games. I don't know. It's out of, like a lot of people that I know who play video games have this little tendency. I don't know. Maybe this is feeding that or the other vice versa, but... They do have that where the curiosity to kind of be childlike, you know. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Not, I, I, again, yeah, not generalizing, is. but it, it is. Hmm. No, it, it really is though, because all my friends I know play the video game. We always have we have like childlike. <laughs> stuff. I still I still get extremely happy when I hear the ice cream truck. Like you could ask my wife. Like I hear the ice cream truck. I'm like, <laughs> I, I always react to it because like, wow. and I do feel like, you know, playing the game has a lot to do with that because that's something like I've been doing since I was a kid and it carried on mm. to me being 29 and it started when I was like five or four. So wow. I'm actually kind of it's seeing so, so nice. what playing games slightly differently now, actually. Because my husband, mm -hmm. my husband is obsessed <laughs> with games and I find it because a yeah. person who does not yes. play video games, <laughs> I think it's a, please, you have to understand, you have to really empathize and sympathize us because sitting next to a person who plays video games, you are not existing at all. You're zero <laughs> in this picture. <laughs> and yeah. then yes. and you're like, oh my yeah. God. So, and, and you see the passion and the happiness that they get while they're playing the video game. And you feel like you're never going to be able to offer that or able to give that kind of, because <laughs> <laughs> it's a sheer joy. Yeah. You know? So it's so, yeah. So it's yeah. Really cute. Yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Right? I completely understand. Oh, mostly, okay. mostly his wife will also be like, yeah, come mm -hmm. on, boy. Switch it off. Like, Enough. Yep. Like three hours later, the reaction is like, "What? Yeah. Did mm -hmm. somebody say something?" Like, yeah. Exactly. The the slowest of reactions. Yeah. Like I will say hello now, and the answer is probably half an hour later. <laughs> oh, somewhere I heard hello. Yeah, and I have to respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just like yeah, it's we're it's literally like a trance. Like absolutely. Yeah. Like almost like meditating and stuff. And where we are aware that you're there, but the attention the game needs is like is like next level. Exactly. Like, it's, it's like the game is like a woman times a hundred. Like we like see like, that is it's like we have to really we have to really pay attention. So like like so when you do say hi, we hear it six hours from now like six hours is like oh hi although like you probably oh, in the bed sleep by now <laughs> and i'm telling you this is really this is what i've experienced and it is so annoying every time but you know now i think maybe i can laugh a little bit about it <laughs> because yeah, yeah. Probably, you know, yeah I, trust me oh you mm -hmm. really made it yeah, slightly man. easier for me oh god yeah. yeah, I think especially. I think you you gave a lot of great insights, including starting of wearing black and 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 mm -hmm. and, and you know uh, being called Terrence in in the world where it's important <laughs> to have a certain thing on applications and going into Crump and being a mm -hmm. gamer and having a cat, my friends mm -hmm. having a cat. So I mm -hmm. think we really learned a lot from yeah. you. It was amazing, and um, yeah, I feel like. Uh, this is not the last time we're going to speak with each other. I really don't yeah. think so. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm around. Just let me thank know. you. Yes, yes, definitely. I, we want to really thank you so much. I, 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 we never know what to expect when we meet people that we never met before. And mm -hmm. it's always so beautiful. And you're one of those examples to see, like, we feel so good. We feel uplifted. We feel like we learned something from you. Thank you for sharing the yeah. knowledge. Mm -hmm. you know? Seriously. No problem. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. <laughs>
Thank you so much. That means yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm going to be a little bit more patient when someone is playing a game around me. Yeah. Yeah, you could be a little more patient, but uh sometimes like it's not like we purposely do it, like purposely like kind of like take advantage of you guys when we're mm-hmm. in a game, but we do stay on for super yeah. long. And sometimes we do realize like, oh, she's not going to bother mm. because you know. So sometimes we do kind of take advantage of the process of being on the game See? and stuff. Um We're getting a lot of psyche. Yeah. Like inside information. Yeah. So yeah, so sometimes yeah, sometimes we do. We don't realize it because honestly when we're into a good game, it's we're in that trance and once we're in that trance it's like we forget. We forget even we have a house. We're in a house. We can be yeah. anywhere playing a game. It doesn't matter. So so, and again this is such a beautiful thing if we are translating it to everything in the world find something where you can completely exist in that moment and do it. Mhm. That's what that's what it is. I think only gamers can do that differently I tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately. No. <laughs> I'm joking. I believe we only can do it. Can do that. <laughs> only gamers can do that. I think that, that I have yeah. seen my brother also you know there's a plate a hot plate of food in front of him and I can hear his intestines rumbling and he wouldn't even look at it because he's so busy playing like this food like yeah it's it's just, it's literally yeah, it's, it's like that thing altogether you know, you know what you can do you know what you can do mm-hmm. to him like if you see him die on a game just say i got next and then it's your turn to play the game so he has to get it he's going to give you the sticks and then you're going to turn it off and be like that's what i'm doing for my turn Is this what is this and what then, she does? Monica does. That does she... Um no, no, my wife literally she just she just looks at me, mm. play the game and then like after a while I can just like feel her eyes <laughs> and I just be like, okay, maybe it's time to turn off the game. So good. How sweet. How sweet. Maybe. No, I like how he said yeah. I can feel her eyes. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes because we're still aware especially if we feel like you're angry towards us we definitely get more aware doing it because we feel like you get angry we are going to mhm our our head is going to be like <laughs> my head is let me see why are you... yeah and then we start thinking the worst like if we hear you running water we're like is she going to bring a cup of water and feed it to my game <laughs> like what's going on so you know we start to get a little paranoid about what's going on so So like what I do now is I try to get a lot of my gaming done while my wife at work so when she come home I could just That's spend good. time yeah. with her. This is what this is That's so, a very good yeah, idea. This is what we agreed upon also. It's like I mean that is only way otherwise <laughs> <laughs> It is like when when yeah. do we when do we talk to each other when you're like always on the game and the friends call up or somebody calls up saying hey you know you boy want to come onto the game you want to play one or two done gone. Yeah it happens Vanish. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But this is really nice. Damn good insights, man. It's really nice. So didn't expect yeah. that again, see? This is what it is. You're a, for example, Rex a crumper and then we have talked a mm-hmm. lot more than crump, like so much more and that is mm-hmm. thank you so much. That's yes. so because there's so much more to him. Exactly, that's what. Mm-hmm. And this is so nice. Thank you so much. This is our privilege. No problem. I have fun. <laughs>